1: So this feels a bit like deja vu but free agent wide receiver odell beckham jr is nearing his return from injury and hoping to be a key contributor to a playoff team down the stretch at some point this season sarah
2: and obj's recent twitter activity is the reason why we're revisiting this topic and as was the case this offseason the ravens are somehow indirectly involved with this online chatter from actually OBJ himself.
1: I'm Bobby Trossett with Sarah Ellison. It's Friday, October 7th, and this is your morning Ravens vault.
2: The Ravens signed new inside linebacker, AJ Klein. What can he bring to the table for the struggling group? And why did the Ravens take so long to address it?
1: Plus, with this rejuvenated rivalry between the Ravens and Bengals set for renewal this weekend, We'll see what each team's saying about one another.
2: We've got all of that and more coming up. Thank you for waking up with the Morning Vault, which is now on YouTube, where you can get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. Bobby, stop me if you've heard this before, but free agent wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. is available. And there's some chatter online about his potential fit in Baltimore,
1: Yeah, Sarah, I probably should have stopped you because we've been down this road before, right? For those who haven't been following OBJ lately, let's get everyone caught up to speed. He's believed to be in the final stages of recovery as he works his way back from that torn ACL suffered in last February's Super Bowl when he was a member of the LA Rams. Beckham Jr. turns 30 next month, and he's coming off a season in which he posted 44 receptions, 537 yards receiving, and five touchdowns in 14 games playing with Matthew Stafford.
2: All right, so as you mentioned, we've been down this hypothetical road before, so... Let's get into it. How did we get here this time?
1: Yeah, so we have ESPN analyst Marcus Spears to thank on this one, Sarah. And remember, Spears is a former NFL defensive end. He spent the majority of his career with the Cowboys before having a quick cup of coffee in Baltimore, where he ultimately hung up the cleats in 2013. Swagoo, as he fondly refers to himself, was going back and forth with OBJ on Twitter, just having a little fun this week. And when OBJ asked to present him with five teams, excluding Dallas, Spears listed the following destinations. Kansas City Chiefs, Green Bay Packers, LA Rams, Buffalo Bills, and last but not least, the Baltimore Ravens. OBJ's response to those five, Sarah? We see eye to eye.
2: All right. So it's pretty clear what OBJ is after at this point in his decorated career. He wants to go somewhere with an established passing attack and play for a team that can win right now.
1: Sarah, let me just cut right to the chase. I don't see that being in Baltimore. I just don't. Listen to this from his former teammate in Los Angeles, who's obviously now in Buffalo, Von Miller.
2: talk to OBJ uh, probably every week. You know, I check in with him, you know, keep, uh, keep in touch with him. And, uh, you know, G- uh, OBJ, he's... Uh, you know, he's a vet in this league too. He understands, you know, teams and team, the way teams are built up too. And um, I'm sure like, you know, when he looks at our team, I'm sure he can see himself fitting in our team. And, you know, he's going on tour now. He's going to, you know, Giants practice facility and the Saints and Tampa and all that stuff, which you should, you know, um, you should go around and see the league and like, you know, get the love. Like he's, he's, he's still on Super Bowl tour. You know, he's, you know, he's uh, done just about everything in this league like you want to go around and you want to get the love but just me personally like I like just the way I like to think like I think when it's time to you know start you know chopping the block and I think when it's time to like get down to business like we already know where he's gonna be at we know just in my eyes I think I know where he's gonna be at all right so what makes you think that he isn't serious about potentially playing in Baltimore
1: Sarah I'm just reading the tea leaves here the last part of Vaughn's clip we just aired to me gives it away I think he ultimately ends up returning to the LA Rams. He's Hollywood. That's the lifestyle he lives away from football. I think the market in which he plays matters to him and his family. Sarah, while some are speculating that Vaughn was hinting at OBJ being Buffalo bound at some point, I don't buy it. Plus, Back to the Ravens, given Baltimore's limited cap space combined with what I'm sure will be a steep asking price for a veteran of OBJ's caliber, I think this is nothing more than some good Twitter entertainment entering week five.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: So the Ravens announced that they've signed linebacker A.J. Klein to the 53-man roster. They grabbed him off the New York Giants practice squad. And Sarah, he brings a whole lot of experience with him.
2: Yeah, well, 80 starts worth of experience over a 10-year career, which, Bobby, is pretty legit. Now, last year, he played in 15 games and four starts for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, this year, the 31-year-old hasn't played in a game at all. The Ravens have struggled, as we know, at both inside and outside linebacker through four weeks of football, and while reinforcements are on the way on the outside at some point, they do need help now at both positions, and Klein can provide that flexibility. Here's Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. It's
0: been in quite a 48 hours for him, I guess, from just from talking to him, but... Uh, shoot, he's got a great track record. I mean, he's uh, been in the league a long time. He, you know, knows how to play. He's just in a very familiar system. You know, for the last couple of days, shoot, we were just talking about a couple of the calls, and he was catching right along during special teams. <laughs> But he, he can play all three linebacker spots, so he's going to provide some position flexibility for us and just uh, need a depth right now, and then you know we'll see where it goes.
1: So, Sarah, McDonald mentioned there that the last 48 hours have been somewhat of a whirlwind for Klein. What, what, what more do you know about that? All
2: right, well, check this out. It was just on Monday, just Monday, that Klein was signed by the New York Giants to their practice squad. So he immediately jumped into learning former Ravens and current Giants' D.C. Wink Martindale's defense in order to prepare for their game against the Green Bay Packers this weekend. And then, just after finishing his very first practice with the Giants Wednesday, he got a call from the Ravens to join their 53-man roster, which is obviously a promotion. So then by Thursday, the deal was announced, and Klein was in Baltimore's locker room, and now he's trying to get ready for Sunday night football against the Bengals.
1: Sarah, obviously he's joining the Ravens late in the week, right? But you'd have to think it can't hurt that he was studying a very similar defense under Wink before coming to Baltimore.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what Klein told reporters uh, Thursday afternoon. And according to the Baltimore Sun, he said that he felt like the Ravens were a good fit and that there is a lot of carryover from the Giants defense. He also has familiarity with Marcus Williams as they played together in New Orleans. Now, whether this all means he'll be suited up for the Bengals game Sunday night remains to be seen, but Klein is confident that he can help the defense. Here's what he said, according to the Baltimore Sun, quote, I've been around a lot of good coaches and I've played a lot of ball. So hopefully I can bring experience and share that knowledge and help the back seven communicate whatever asset or wherever they see me playing and helping out is what I'll do.
1: Sarah, this signing reminds me a bit of 2019 when the Ravens brought in veterans Josh Bynes and LJ Fort in season. Remember, it really helped stabilize the defense and Baltimore ended up going on a 12-game win streak.
2: Yeah, well, Bobby, let's just hope, let's hope the same results happen this year because this signing to me is a clear indication that the Ravens aren't comfortable with the play they've gotten at inside linebackers so far. And they already have six inside linebackers you have Patrick Queen, but he's been inconsistent. Josh Bynes has been dealing with the hip injury and has struggled a bit. Josh Ross is on injured reserve. Malik Harrison has been helping out on the outside where they're thin. And the others are primarily special teams contributors.
1: So I saw a tweet earlier this week from our friend Jason at the uh, Huddle It Up Films Twitter account. Remember, we had him on the show for our 53-man roster predictions episode right before the start of this season. But this is what he had to say. Quote, my biggest issue with the front office isn't asset allocation, a la premium position stuff. It's wondering why we left obvious holes to open the season, Edge and the aforementioned inside linebacker. We went from almost signings at Zedarius, Smith, and Bobby Wagner to doing virtually nothing at those spots, close quote. Sarah, I think this was really well written and it's very thought provoking and it's fair and I know you agree
2: Yeah, I do think it's fair and Eric DaCosta has made, you know in the past significant midseason trades or signings We'll see if Klein can be that Josh Bynes Kind of signing from 2019 and really help fill these holes and if not We'll see if EDC has anything else in the works All right, Bobby, we are closing in on week five and the first of three primetime games for Baltimore this season. Why don't you catch us up on what the Ravens and Bengals are saying about each other?
1: Yeah, Sarah, and before we dive into that, be sure to check out our hour-long game preview episode at some point before kickoff if you haven't already because there was a bunch of sound that we didn't just didn't have time for, like this from Joe Burrow speaking very highly of Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters. It's still the old Baltimore, and they're going to, get up and challenge you, they're going to pressure and try to keep you on your heels. So, you know, I think we have a good plan for them, but we know it's going to be a challenge. They have the best corner duo that
0: we've played so far. They're going to be a challenge for our guys and, and for me. So I think it's a, an exciting challenge for us to go out and prove ourselves on uh, on primetime. How would you characterize their corner duo, Joe? best we've played so far, possibly
1: the best in the league. Those guys have proven themselves over and over and over again. It's going to be a tough challenge for us. You know, as we've discussed a number of times this week, Sarah, while Humphrey and Peters could quite possibly be the most talented corner duo league-wide, Baltimore doesn't have much to show for it right now, being that this team is ranked 32nd, dead last in pass defense through four weeks of football.
2: Yeah, and it certainly won't get any easier this week with this Cincinnati three-headed monster of playmakers, which Humphrey broke down this week
1: i could write a book about it it's uh it's tough they all got you know wide receiver one caliber guys you know i remember three years ago when it was going into the week it was like if you can stop tyler boyd you can be okay and then higgins comes like if you can stop tyler boyd and higgins you can you can you can get the job done and then they get chased and it's like oh he'll be a little rusty rookie guy and then it's like crap this dude's looking like all pro so it's uh it's really tough i think they all bring a different dynamic to the game. Boyd is a the guy they want to get the ball to on third down a lot. You know, Chase is their kind of deep threat speed, really strong yak guy. Um, Higgins is just – he kind of is a mixture of kind of both, I think. Um, all big body guys. So they all just bring so much to the table and really can kind of do it all. It's just – Depends on how they want to use them. It's a really tough matchup, so everybody will really have to be on point. Sarah, let's be honest. We know these two teams don't care for each other, but they're doing an awfully good job of staying tight-lipped for now. We both know that'll change once the ball's in the air come Sunday night. Here's Jamar Chase, who absolutely torched Baltimore's defense last year. Depending on play size,
0: uh, Marcus Peters plays the right side, uh, and... Humphrey's plays the left side, so you know, it, it'll be a fun game And both sides on experience. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for it, actually. It'll be the first time i facing Marcus Peters.
1: So. Sarah, while I definitely share Chase's excitement for that matchup on the outside, it doesn't change the level of concern I know we both have for Cincy's other playmakers. Chase and T. Higgins combined for just south of 300 yards per game against Baltimore last season. Burrow. He averaged just a hair above 470 pass yards per game against the Ravens last season. No team league-wide. Now fast-forwarding to this year through four weeks of football has allowed more yards to wide receivers than the Baltimore Ravens this year. That's just reality entering week five, and they're going to have to do something about it if they want to come out victorious.
2: All right, and before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know. Beginning with Marcus Peters and Ben Cleveland popping up on the Ravens' injury report Thursday with quad and foot injuries, respectively. Now, they weren't listed on Wednesday's report, which oftentimes means that an injury was sustained in practice. And Cleveland, he didn't participate at all Thursday, but Peters did in a limited capacity. Meanwhile, Rashad Bateman didn't practice for the second straight day. Elsewhere, offensive coordinator Greg Roman was asked for his reaction to running back Gus Edwards returning to practice, and let's just say he's pretty happy about it.
0: Huge level of excitement. We had a nice round of applause today after Gus's first practice back uh, yesterday. So great to have him back. The bus is back, and uh, there's going to be trouble.
2: And finally, ESPN's Max Kellerman thinks that teams from the NFC South will try to lure Lamar Jackson out of Baltimore after this season. Tom Brady could retire in Tampa, and then Jemace Winston in New Orleans, Baker Mayfield in Carolina, and Marcus Mariota in Atlanta. Well, none of them are blowing anyone away.
0: If you look at the NFC South and you look
1: at the quarterback situations, there's a real chance that they are looking at, oh my God, just like Deshaun Watson, we can get Lamar. Remember, Deshaun was a free agent, but it wasn't going to work out. So they, so he basically, he was essentially a free agent in the sense that whoever bid the most, he was going to go there. He was going to choose, right? Well, here we have a situation where if Brady retires, they need a quarterback. The Panthers need a quarterback, and they have an owner who will spend the money and will
2: Max, take big Max, but he's swings. not going to be a free
0: agent. No, he no, can't leave. But, but neither, franchise neither was Deshaun. Techie. Neither was Deshaun, but if you can get it to the point where everyone knows you got to go— then yeah, and you will shine. go to the highest bidder.
1: Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. We can also be reached by email via Baltimore at gmail And as of last month, the Ravens Vault Podcast is now available on YouTube consider subscribing to our channel ahead of week five. We are closing in on 1000 total subscriptions. We are almost there. And thank you so much for the support. All you have to do is simply search Ravens vault podcast on YouTube.
2: All right. And that's all the time we've got today, but we will be back on Monday at some point during the wee morning hours with our instant reactions to Ravens bangles. If you or someone, you know, is interested in advertising in our podcast, Hit us up at baltimoreravensvault at gmail dot com, and as always, thank you for listening to the Ravens Vault.